man, worship was off this Sunday. I don't know if the singer just was out of key or I wasn't feeling it, but it just wasn't meeting me where I was at. Is that what worship is all about? Our feelings on a Sunday morning concerning the music? Well, this is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. Um, today and for this month, we have a, kind of a special edition that, that we're going to be doing, a series of questions that we're going to be taking Um at our church here in New Braunfels at Redemptions, we're in a series called Authentic, going into what a, an authentic disciple of Christ is, and we're focusing in on worship. And so we thought, what what a great opportunity to That's take right. some, you know, common questions, common misconceptions, uh, things that we can focus in on regarding uh, worship. That's right? right. That's right. And so, uh, so the, the next several episodes on. Uh, on on the podcast here are going to be ones that are fueled by us um but uh still feel free to text in your questions if you have specific ones and we'll work those into um these uh these episodes over the next few months but what i really encourage you to do if you're listening to this podcast and you're not like a member of our church or you didn't catch a sermon is to uh, listen to both the preach word of god on our uh, redemption bible church of new braunfels uh, sermon podcast and also uh, listen to these these uh, podcasts as we take some of the practical questions just about worship so that way you can just go deeper into what it means to be an authentic follower of Christ right. specifically one who worships. worships Christ and so Aaron why don't you uh, just kick us off here on what are like what are we going to tackle today yeah. what's kind of that first common uh, question when it comes to worship yeah um, you know I, I'm the worship leader here uh, through music at redemption and so it, this is going to be a fun one for me as sure. it's something that i've grown up in my whole life or I, or mm-hmm. so i thought right yeah. and um yeah as i've grown up and grown in my faith i i've gotten to really dive into deep and i'm still learning just like i'm sure you are still learning what, That's is, right. what worship, is worship right That's and right. so what we're going to start with is well what isn't worship yeah. right um the first, if I say, you know, think of worship right now, I think a lot of us, the first thing that kind of comes into our head is that picture with someone in their hand, like someone raising their hands and, yeah. and you see like, and that's in the foreground and in the background, you got like a, a worship team. Maybe there's lights. Right. Um, right. It's probably the silhouette. Like yeah. you see that, you know, that iconic picture, you know, the person hands raised, eyes closed. Maybe you can't tell because it's, it's just the silhouette with right. a, with a vibrant background and, yeah. you know, some words about Jesus in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, the background. Yeah. On, on the slides. That's right. The slides. You know, there's a cross, maybe there's, you know, all the different kinds of things um you know we think it's at church you know we think of that um and and you know we often even say things like that like we started up top you know uh worship wasn't that good this morning or maybe worship was great this morning and i think what we really mean is the band was on (laughs) this morning you know or maybe we mean the band was off this week that's right you know uh and so let's just start with just a few 
things that I'm, I'm I've listed of what isn't worship right worship is not right, right. and it's, so i think the first one is it's worship is not music yeah it's not uh and it, it might seem counterintuitive as we'll we'll get to later in, in in this show but worship is not singing yeah you know um when we look at what scripture teaches and we'll go into it um we see there's a difference between means of worship right. you know tools that we can use to worship and what worship at its core, at its essence, what it actually is, right? Yeah. And so I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that, you know, worship is the Sunday morning band. We gather together and we sing and we do worship. And we do worship, you know, right. and, and whether you've been in church for your whole life or you just started going to the church, I think it's a really obvious uh, kind of this almost conditioned thing that we've been, yeah. uh, and which is why I appreciate so much at, at church. We we are intentional about saying, "Hey, we're going to worship through." That's right. why I say I'm the worship. I'm like a leader of worship through music, music or through right. song. You know, right? Because right. what we're really saying here to kind of boil it down is like worship is not synonymous with music, right? Now that doesn't mean that music isn't a part of right. worship, mm-hmm. but I, it's probably in our like American culture, if you would ask you know uh, all the Christians in church on a Sunday, you, the majority answer if you said if you ask them what is worship, they yeah. would like w- number one answer music. Yeah, and uh, and we're saying no, no, no. That's th- those two words are not synonymous. Right. Worship is not simply or only or solely music. Right. Or singing, right. or band, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, well, and it's the, then it takes me to the next one. It's it's like Sunday morning church. You know, yeah. we we call it rightfully so the worship service, right? Yeah. And like you know, you hear like, oh, are you gonna go? Like, where do you worship on Sunday mornings? Or thanks for coming to yeah. worship with us this Sunday. And again, all those are are accurate. But again, we can't uh, limit or confine worship to Sunday morning, That's right? Right. right. Um, yeah. We often should think about it maybe like Sunday is corporate worship, you know, yeah. where the body, which is the church, uh, as, you know, the implication, it's believers, yeah. right? They come together to worship together, right? right. Yeah. Um, but again, we have, it's it, because that's what it is, I yeah. think sometimes we can think that that exclusively is worship. So, you know, I'm going to go... I wasn't worshiping Monday through Saturday, right? right? But it's Sunday, so it's yep. the Lord's Day, and like every good Texan, uh, I'm gonna go worship I'm gonna go on worship Sunday on Sunday at the church, right? Right. So, so what we're saying is that worship is not synonymous with Sunday morning church service. Yeah, maybe it's a part of it, right? But those two things are not mm-hmm. synonymous as if the other, you know, how many ever hours in the week there are, like this is the one hour a week that yeah. you have to worship. Right. But those two things are not necessarily synonymous. Right. And that's and that's kind of like taking us to that, the means by which we can worship Yeah. Um, versus, again, what is worship? What is worship? Right. right. Singing is a great means to worship. Sure. Sunday morning is a beautiful time where we uh, get to worship with the church. And it's a very unique time because it's it represents kind of what we're going to be doing forever. We're going to be gathered right. uh, with people of all from all different walks of life, unified together under one purpose, right? That's Which right. was going to be right. from lift, every tribe and yeah, tongue and nation. Revelation yeah, you know, that's that why the church should be uh, diverse, right? It should yeah. be um, 
welcoming because that's what heaven's going to be like it's going to be all these kinds of people that did not deserve this right. love who who were chosen and loved yeah. and now our response which kind of takes us into just our starting what worship is a response yeah into acknowledging god's glory and and ascribing glory to him that's right that's right and so you know it's, i think it's helpful even as we like move the, the our conversation now away from like well what it is not and we could mm-hmm. i mean I, I think it's good even for us to just kind of put up there out there what worship is not in that it's not synonymous with singing yeah. or music and it's not synonymous with a sunday morning church worship service and we can go all right. kinds of other things worship is not eating pizza or whatever right. but you know those are in our mind and so we're saying it's not these things those are means by which we worship. Right. And so if that's not what worship is, well, then that kind of leaves us here with, well, what is it? Yeah. What, well, okay. Now now we've just like crushed 95% of Texans or even yeah. Americans that call themselves Christians. Mm-hmm. That's a, just a made up statistic. I don't right. know that. So don't quote me on that. Uh, but we've just like crushed a bunch of people mm-hmm. saying, well, if that's not what it is, then what have I been doing my whole life? Right. Like, how do I worship? So like, yeah. let's, let's just take it there now. Like, well, well then what is mm-hmm. worship? And that's, and that's a great question because if we don't know what worship is, then how can we effectively and accurately and biblically use these means of worship to actually sure. worship, right? Yeah. Because if they're means of worship, that means they're not always worship, right? We yeah. can sing and not be worshiping. We can go to church and not be worshiping. Whoa, 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 we should whoa. be going to church and worshiping, yeah. right? Um, but how can we be doing those things if we don't know at the core of what worship what worship is worship is yeah. right yeah and so take us you you just kind of touched on it briefly there but uh, spell it out for us Aaron like how do you define like what is mm-hmm. worship I think the where worship starts is recognizing who it is that we are worshiping yeah right and so it starts and ends with God the Trinity you know God the Father the Holy Spirit and the Son right yeah and if if we think of all of of you know just who that is you you see this perfect sinless holy um all-powerful you know being right that is god and so it's this holy perfect god sinless um who has chosen and has called us to be in communion with him yeah right right and so when we recognize god's holy holiness and his glory our response needs to be that which is what worship is it's a response, it's a response. to that yeah. to that truth that yeah. he is holy that he is glorious right yeah. that he's perfect yeah right and and worship is us coming and and saying god you are holy god you are perfect you are worthy of yeah. all of our praise you know it, right. it's this almost like it's an adoration of god right and and ascribing that glory that is due to his name so we don't when we worship it, it's not like um, you know, in Greek mythology, like the gods, they were like, they were, their strength is in the glory or the worship that is given to them. Yeah. When we worship God, we are not giving him more glory. Right. And when yeah. we don't worshiping, don't worship him, he's not, uh, 
losing glory. Right. He right. has all the glory and all the honor, right. right? Right. It's not like he's a gas tank and he right. needs our praise in order to fill up his gas tank so he can keep going or right. something like but, that. No, he possesses it right. all. It's just simply us acknowledging exactly. that this belongs to him. Yeah. This glory belongs to him because of who he is. Right. And because of what he's done on our behalf. Right. Right. And, and exactly. That's that's the other part. Because it's a response, it's a mm-hmm. response to who God is and what he has done, right? This perfect, loving God uh, who's sinless, who can't stand uh, sin, has like chosen us and he made a way so that we could come to him. Yeah. Right? Through Christ, who lived a perfect life, who came and died the death that we should have. Um, he makes a way so that we can be in communion with him. Right? right? When... When what we deserve for the wages of our sin is death, yeah. we get life, yeah. right? Eternal life. Eternal life. And that is, that right there, That that's where, like, the motivation to worship, right? right. Like, not only does God have all the glory and all the honor, but in that state, he chose these imperfect people, right. these sinners who constantly reject him, right? He says, no, no, I want you to be in communion Right. Uh, with me right and as we take like those objective truths mm-hmm. that reality that as that like permeates mm-hmm. our minds yeah into our hearts what could we do but respond right that's why right. i love your definition there because worship really is a response to yeah. the holiness of god the worthiness of god and so as we think about these massive doctrines as we think of these these uh, like earth shattering realities of who god is and what he's done on our behalf and that floods our mind what could it do but like warm our hearts and cause us to burst forth in song yeah burst forth in service burst forth in, in ascribing to the Lord right. the glory that's due him. Right. I mean, that's that's what it is. And so the, right. all those means that we talked about are singing, going to church. It's because of right. the realities that you're referring to, the yeah. gospel, right. these theological truths. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, like you hear sometimes these like sentiments about how like doctrine divides or doctrine mm-hmm. is just like old and stuffy and doesn't really do anything, you know, it's just like not, well, I'd, I would say like you don't really truly understand them because right. doctrine isn't just like words on a page. Right. They're not just these like abstract theological truths that, you know, are for taking a test or for seminarians. Yeah. Like when we truly understand them mm-hmm. and truly engage them with our heart and mind, it like what could we do but to respond to the lord absolutely absolutely and and as christians uh and i'm gonna quote uh john MacArthur's book but as christians our ultimate priority should and is worship Worship. you know god has saved us to worship him yeah right and and even and for our church the one of our our pillars is worship right yeah and where unashamed we, worship, yeah, unashamed worship, and where we where we get that from, and where the scripture base the scriptural basis for that is out of uh, John four, right? Yeah. And John four, it's the the famous scene of the woman at the well. This woman's at the well, and you know we can obviously dive into all the contextual implications. She shouldn't be there, but God was uh, Jesus should not have passed through there as a Jew, but he was going there. Yeah. You know, he had a divine appointment. It's crazy. Look into it, right? Yeah. But the the point is. So Jesus approaches this woman at this at this well, um, and and shows her that 
you know, he's obviously not just a regular dude because he starts asking her questions about her life that he could have never known. So to the point where she's like, are you a prophet? Right. Um, And and recognizing that this guy, Jesus, uh, is not just a normal dude. He is some. Yeah, he's something, you know, you know, maybe like sometimes we've you've been in a room with someone who's like either really smart or really talented and you can, you could just tell. Right. But so imagine there's even, something different about that. Dude. Right. Even more so, um, this woman asks him, well, like you guys, you guys in the Jews, you guys worship there. My, my, my ancestors, my father's worship on this mountain. Like, where is it that worship is supposed to happen? Right. Yeah. And Jesus responds to her. And this is in, um, this is in John four twenty one. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming where neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will, will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth and so there's a lot yeah (laughs) bam Bam. so you know jesus gives this really awesome answer and there's a lot there's a lot there right and and to what you were just saying you explained um how it's a response worship is a response to these truths yeah and so and and even like jesus tells this woman's like you worship who you don't know we worship who we do know there's that there's that first factor of we have to understand who it is that we are worshiping, right? right. What are we doing? There is a truth. Uh, there's an intellectual um, aspect to worship, right? Because yeah. we need to understand how great God is, who he is, um, yeah. the, the truth and the beauty of the gospel, right? Yeah. And so intellectually, that's that's where it starts. But then, you know, he also goes on to say, and like you were saying, he says the father's seeking worshipers to worship him in spirit and in truth, right? And in truth, yeah. And that spirit there, it's not it's not spirit like capital, it's like Holy Spirit, yeah. but it's spirit as in like your full person, you know, like right. um, you know, we worship God with all our heart, all our might, all our soul and all our strength. It's kinda like that encompassing like all our person. Yeah. You know, so it's not just uh like mental exercise to come to church right. or to to worship in that like I'm just acknowledging the facts of who God is and the truths that you know Jesus died on the cross for me. Yeah. But there's this other part that that should translate into my heart and move me. Like right. that should, you know, if that is true, then something in you should be stirring. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh and and true worship is is that both and it's not either or it's not this emotional experience. Right. Um but it also isn't an emotionless yeah. experience where we're just acknowledging facts. Right. You know, it's right. this beautiful combination of the two where we respond um and we let our full person um experience and enjoy those truths, right? Right. And right. in that, we're like we're like giving God praise for those truths, right? Yeah, and we kind of live in a culture that kind of highlights one of those over the other, right? Right? Because here's another thing that we could add to the list of what worship is not: worship is not an emotional experience. Yeah, for sure. But that's also not to say that it's an emotionless experience. Right. I, I like how you put that there, uh, because it is. 
Yeah. But that's not what we're chasing. Right. Yeah. You know, because we can get that over a, you know, a romantic movie, mm-hmm. you know, a beautiful concerto. We can, we can be moved emotionally, but that's not always just worship. Yeah. Like there is a truth filled an objective element to mm-hmm. it as well. And it is a response to these uh, r- theological realities about who God is and what he's done on our yeah. behalf. And that's why the words that we sing are just as important as the manner in which we sing it and respond to it. Right. And so we can't like swing the pendulum so far one way or another. And, you know, we can be singing great theologically rich songs like holy, holy, holy or mm-hmm. others and just be saying them kind of monotone mm-hmm. and, you know, or reading, um, you know, like the book of Romans or a theological um, textbook. And uh, um, and not be moved by it when really it's like no this is like this is should be a worshipful experience, um, but it's also not just about going and like okay now we've got the lights low and the music you know going and man a guy's killing it on a guitar <laughs> and it's you know the, the her voice is just melodious and, right and oh I'm feeling it but we're singing these like weird love song things or something it's like nonsensical lyrics right and so and so like at the heart of true worship it's that right it's this it's this spirit and truth as in like it's a full it's all of your person Mm -hmm. in worship right Right. and so and what we're talking about right now is kind of like you're you're talking about in a church in a gathering how that applies Right. right but you know but it's talking not just to, for the church, right? Service. It's not just for that service, and you know, in talking about how worship is a response, you know, we can jump to in in Romans twelve. You know, Paul tells us, you know, I appeal to you. This is just right up top at at verse one. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Right. And that, that verse is right on the heels of 11 chapters of rich yes. theology. Yeah. Like he has just like laid out some of the most glorious doctrines of our Christian faith. Right. And now it's like, therefore, yes. in light of all these things I've just taught you, respond to yeah. God in worship. Right. And I love that you said that because, and that's just like a pro tip when you're studying the word. Like if you see a therefore, it, you want to identify therefore like where does the therefore come from right and yeah. like you're saying paul just explained like you know he just blows everyone's mind and like how why and like the means by which salvation occurs and all that stuff right and he says okay now that i've we've talked about all that the means yeah. by which we're saved how god saved us um now I appeal to you, you know, now, you know, yeah. respond like this. Your bodies are living sacrifices to be holy and blameless, acceptable, because that's your, to God, that's your spiritual worship, right? Right. We see another aspect there of what worship is. It's, okay, first of all, it's an offering to God, right? Yep. So worship isn't a come, let me get, you yeah. know, right. as in like Sunday morning, I'm going to come and expect something. I want yeah. the band to be good. I want the, yeah. the guy to say things that I like. I want people to be nice to me, which are all good, fine things. But like worship right here we see is actually the contrary. Worship is let me come and offer to God my life. Right. right? Um, and, and that is bringing in that in spirit and in truth, you know, recognizing 
that the truth of the gospel and the, and God should move us yeah. to be motivated to say, here is my life presented uh, to being holy and blameless yeah. because that's my worship to you, God, right? right? And so it kind of it counter counteracts this like mentality of consumerism where right. I am not only um, – and not only putting worship in a box to only Sundays at church, but on top of that, I'm coming and saying, well, I'm coming to worship, so I need this, and I need this, and right. I want you to do this for me. You right. know what I mean? We just see right here that like worship is quite the opposite. Right. Worship is actually acknowledging who God is, letting that move you, yeah. and then therefore, I'm going to present my life as holy to yeah. be an to be an offering, a sacrifice to you that is hopefully acceptable right. because that is my that is right. my worship. Right, right. I'm a living sacrifice, and that's even when we uh, uh, view it through these terms, like as an offering that I bring, mm-hmm. that I get to bring, not that I have to dutifully bring, but right. that I get to bring it to God. Um, that just squashes all the consumer-driven thoughts, and even the Sunday morning uh, only consumer-driven thoughts. Like now all of a sudden worship has become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden worship has become a 24-7 response of my life seen for what it really is. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, should we come to church on a Sunday morning uh, eager to give to the Lord and to, you know, uh, to His church, to His people? but I'm also going to live my life that way, that this is my spiritual worship or service. Like in another translation, you may have a different translation that will say like service of worship. Right. And like work and worship are really kind of two like synonymous terms here. Yeah. And that's something that we, but it's something that we get to do. Right. Right. Now there is a reciprocal element, mm-hmm. but, but it's, but it's counterintuitive because we first, like the first step that we take is to give. Mm-hmm. And in the give, giving, we get right, not the other way around. We right. don't like come. Okay, where it is? Where? What church can I find that can meet my needs? Well, we right. just kind of like miss the whole point mm-hmm. of this, and and we put ourselves in the place of recipient when we should be in the place of giver, right, or worshiper, right. And so you know, kind of to to break down what we've been talking about in what worship is, yeah. First of all, we see that it is informed by truth, right? So we need to first we need to know and and almost and this is why it's it's important to be in the word and to be studying it to understand well who is God right. and what is the gospel, right? Because the more you understand those things, yeah, the more that you are able to experience worship, true be- genuine, yeah, worship. because it informs your like. The highest form of worship is worship that is informed. When you understand how great, the more you understand how great God is and the more like unfathomable he is and how amazing and beautiful the gospel is, like that is what motivates us to worship, right? right? Right. So, so one, we see that it's, it's truth informed. It needs to be informed by truth. Yeah. That's what leads to worship, right? Right. Well, then. Truth is the fuel to the fire of our worship. Exactly. And then number two, then it's a response to that truth. So we get this truth, which we constantly are are saying that the word is the inerrant word of God, right? So what better there is no better place. There is no other place to search for that, that, that truth. Um, it informs us. Then, two, we respond to 
um, that truth. Yeah. Right. And then that's where after that we can we can go into all the different kinds of means of worship, right? Yeah. And that's where we get into singing. We get into meeting with with the church on Sunday mornings as as the bride of Christ. Yeah. We get into as you know you were talking about in Romans twelve that spiritual uh, service service yeah. is worship yeah. when it's in the context of those things where we're recognizing uh, the truth of who God is and we're responding to it with that attitude of of reverence and awe and really coming to God and, and saying like, you are massive and big and I am the opposite of that, right? Yeah. My sin has tainted me, yeah. uh, but you made a way for me. And so what else can I do but but respond, right, but you respond. know, with my life and being holy uh, and blameless? Right, right. Worship is, is really this idea of something that is weighty, that is worthy. And so we're expressing worthship, that this has weight in my life. And so by our singing and all these, the various means or expressions of worship, it is literally just coming to the Lord and saying, like, you are worth it. Yeah. We are ascribing to the Lord the glory due his name. Right. And by laying down all the other things that I could be doing, all the other things that I could be devoting my time or commitment to Mm -hmm. and saying, no, God, you are of priority. Right. Because of what you've done, this truth is of supreme importance. And so whatever I can do to say, this is worth it. Right. That's worship. Right. And and that's where we went back to it's it's the old it should be and has to be the ultimate priority of a Christian. Right. Right. Because when you're saved, you have understood and you're understanding who God is and the beauty of that gospel, right? And so then yeah. The, what the next step you know that would follow is then okay my response is to give you my life to follow right. you to be right. a disciple to to live out being um, a holy person right and trying to live that out as best as we can that's the genuine worshipful response to being saved by God right, right. and that's where true worship starts that's right um, and so you know this is a great start to to the series uh, right. even for the one that we're going to start at church and for this month on consider it and so we've kind of delved into what worship isn't what worship is the next couple we want you guys to stay tuned the next couple of uh, episodes we're going to go into well then what how do we apply that to a sunday morning right church worship in context of the church gathering yep. and then and then we can we're going to go into worship in the context of the rest of the week you know we're not at church every day of the week so then how does that impact and how should that how should we think of worship uh throughout the week that's right i'm looking forward to it yep well thanks for tuning in to consider it a ministry of redemption bible church here in new broncos texas where we are taking on questions regarding life theology and the church if you'd like to submit a question text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we consider it.